What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Three Yacht Game. I'm your host, Matt. Tonight, I am here with my other two co-hosts, G. John and Ryan. G. John, welcome back. Missed you last week. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad to be back with the boys. You know, hope everyone's doing well, and football season's right around the corner, boys, so get ready for some fireworks. Uh, most definitely, and after Aaron Rodgers' comments, uh, Yes, or a couple of days ago. I'm pretty sure G-John's thrilled to hear about that. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, football season has kicked off for high school. You know, we're in camp, so it's been fun so far. And, um, yeah, it's good to be back talking about sports and finishing up our rankings of the uh, NFL uh, preseason, pre-preseason. Yeah, you know we do this many times. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, football is upon us. Uh, it's less than a month away. Yep. Super exciting. Getting goosebumps already thinking about it, but I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day out, and uh, I can't wait to talk more sports with you guys. All right, so big big uh, news that happened this past weekend. Uh, Zach Wilson injured his knee that required surgery, and he is now out for four to six weeks. So the Jets – two to four. Is it no, it's four to six. It's four to six. Oh, okay. He had he had to get procedure on it. So are you sure? Yeah, I, thought yeah. it was, I thought it was two to four too. I'm gonna look that up, but we'll go. We'll go four uh, to six because they're saying because they're saying he's gonna miss the first week. Yeah, he's gonna first miss week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you're right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So first week, maybe two weeks. I mean, we'll see. But probably four but weeks. Yeah. But yeah, the Jets getting hit by the injury bug already. Makai Beckton out for the year and Zach Wilson. I mean, <laughs> yep. I mean, knee injuries are tough to come back from. So, Ryan, are you going to put your ego aside and concede that the Patriots will be in third place over the Jets in the AFC East? You know what? I, I still – yeah, that's fine. If you, I, I, mm, no, I'm not. No, I can't do that. Uh-uh. I'm still <laughs> sticking with Stand the Jets. your ground, Ryan. Stand your ground. <laughs> I, I'm standing my ground. I can't do that. Because I, I don't think – like I said before, I don't think you realize how – not poor the Patriots will do, but they're not going to do as – they're not going to make the playoffs this year, I'll tell you that. And, like, again, they have a defensive cl- uh, coach calling offensive plays. Like, that hurts Mac Jones' Agreed. ability to improve uh, over the next co- coming seasons. He's going to be set back, and I feel bad for you guys. Um, Ryan, I agree with a lot of what you said, except the fact that the Jets are going to finish over the Patriots. <laughs> I, I will not go that far. But that's fine. What you said, a lot of it, yeah, I, I definitely agree with Mac Jones. Mac Jones being stunned by the growth because yep. defensive coaches calling offensive plays that they've never done. It just it seems like a mess so far, Matt. That's the biggest reason why I had you guys going from a playoff team to a non-playoff team. The continuity is not there, and it just seems like such a absolute mess right now offensively i mean we'll see i mean they're i think they're like <clears throat> completely like trying changing the playbook to because they know the way they're they're like running plays last year like they're not gonna win the super bowl with that way so they're trying something else yeah. and i mean you're gonna have growing pains when you try something else like like Very you're gonna true. struggle especially in the beginning so i mean they the patriots are gonna have their preseason game tomorrow against the panthers and Mac will play that game. So, I mean, obviously, it's just a preseason game, so you can't 100% determine everything there. But but we'll, we'll see, like, how he does and if he's adjusted to the new uh, new playbook that the Patriots have. But, yeah, gee, I agree with you. It's a Jets. It's always going to be a Jets. Stop it, Ryan. Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, 
so moving on. Uh, so we have, so we have uh, done six divisional predictions so far, and we have two left. One of them being the NFC North, G. John's favorite division because the Packers are in it, and then the NFC West. So we'll begin with the NFC North and G. John because your Packers are in it. You're gonna go last, so I'll go. Gotcha. So, <laughs> So in so I'm gonna go from bottom to top. So in Ford, I'm gonna surprise some people. I'm gonna pick the Bears. I just think they're a complete mess right now. I mean they're they have a new GM, a new coach who's a question mark. Uh <clears throat> Justin Fields, while he does have talent, he has no help. I mean, I like Mooney, I like Montgomery, but he's not gonna be protected. And the defense, I mean, they lost Akeem Hicks, they lost uh Khalil Mack. Ro- Roquan Smith is requesting to get traded. So, so yeah, the whole team's just just in shambles right now. And it's going to take quite some time for that team to, <clears throat> to fix it up. At number three, I have the Detroit Lions. Uh, I mean, usually I would put them in fourth, but this year because of, where the, of the Bears mess, I'm putting them in third. Uh, they did pick up some talent. I love that Aiden Hutchinson pick. I think he'll be a hit. Uh, I mean, Jared Goff, I mean, he's he's there. I mean, he's an average quarterback. <laughs> but he's Yeah, he's there. Um, but I like that they picked up Jamison Williams at the wide receiver spot. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown has shown a lot of flashes last year. I think he'll keep improving. I like TJ Hawkinson. Uh, they have a good O-line and uh, an improving defense. I mean, they're still a long ways away before – they can be anywhere close to contending, but they're taking baby steps. They're taking the right steps. At number two, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Um, they they probably have on offense the most talented skill position players by far, with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Irv Smith. Uh, they and a very good old line. They just have very good skill positions, and Dalvin Cook at the running back as well. One <coughs> healthy. And G, you can probably agree with me on this. Like, he's probably the best running back in the division. Oh, yeah. As much as I love yeah. Aaron Jones and Andrew Dillon, yeah. Yeah, and the defense, I mean, they, they have some good pieces. I mean, Daniel Hunter's still there. Eric Kendrick's at the linebacker position. They picked up Zadarius Smith from the Packers. Uh, I still love Harrison Smith at safety. Patrick Pearson, while he's not, he's not in his prime anymore, he's still a very effective cornerback, but... I just can't trust Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's he's literally a roller coaster. He's just up and down and up and down, and I just and I and because of that, I just can't put them over the Packers. And at number one, I have the Green Bay Packers. Um, I mean, they have Aaron Rodgers there. He's by far the best quarterback in the division. Uh, he did lose some weapons, but he still has good enough pieces where they'll win the division. I mean, Lazard, Sammy Watkins, when he's healthy, he's very talented. He has his reliable target, Randall Cobb, Robert Tunyon coming back from an ACL injury. Uh, hopefully, they can get their linemen back from injury. I mean, Bakhtiari and Nelson. That's Jenkins, the key for me, honestly. Yeah, like, if they can come back from injury, like, he'll be well protected. And then the defense – like, this is probably the best Packer defense I've seen in the last, what, six, I think since, seven I think years? Since, I think it's since the Super Bowl, honestly. Since the Super Bowl? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, and it might be better, honestly. Like, it's crazy how good it is. So, in yeah, my I opinion. Mean, I, I mean, the front seven is extremely talented. I mean, Rashawn Gary and uh, Preston Smith at the edge, Kenny Clark in the middle. 
the guy they drafted from Georgia, Devontae Wyatt. And Ger- like, Jerron Reed, extremely... we signed him, and he's been making plays in camp. He's a good run stuffing. He's been, you know, listen, that wasn't long ago he had 10 and a half sacks when he was playing for the Seahawks. So he's got ability. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah D-line... And, that, and that was, yeah. So that was a big issue the past, what, five years that they yeah, didn't least, have a good D line. You heard me talk about the running game being such an issue, and we finally addressed it after like six, seven years. Five, six, seven years. So yeah, hundred percent. And then, uh, and then at the corners, I mean, they probably have one of the best corner teams in the league. I think Jair Alexander. I think our top three you can put against anybody. Yeah, exactly. Stokes, Jair, and Russell Douglas. You could put against anybody. Yeah, you can put them against anybody. And uh, and special teams. I mean, you finally got a new coach. Uh, Rich Rich Bisaccia has proven that he's an extremely qualified coach. So. Hopefully next year, like the special teams won't be the reason why you guys lose. So, so that's my rankings: Packers, Vikings, Lions, and Bears. Ryan, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Uh, What's your prediction? So I think I agree with those bottom two. Yeah, I think, like you said, I, I don't think it's a surprise. I don't think it's a surprise that Bears could finish last. I think they will. Um, so I agree with that. Like you said, they're. Uh, it, it, Justin Fields is a good quarterback, but he just doesn't have the the people behind him to, you know, produce anything on offense. And like you said, people are leaving, people want to leave, and it's not gonna it's not a good look for the Bears. And you know, if the, if the coaches or the team don't start bringing stuff together, they won't be successful. So I'll put them at number four. Um, number three, I'll put the Lions at. I think they'll do better than you guys. I, I think they'll do better. I know that you would put them in down at any other like division, but like I think they have a good chemistry going. Jared Goff is not a bad quarterback. I think no. he's just, Yeah, I think he's uh, he's a good bridge guy. Yeah, he's just a, he's a good game manager and he's been he's been at the level where he's been at the top with the Rams. So he knows where he need, where the team needs to be at. So I don't understand why he doesn't get the love Jimmy Garoppolo does. I mean he got to a team to a Super Bowl. He, yeah. you know, he's won playoff games but Gee, yeah. because he's not because he's not as good looking. He, as I was Jimmy gonna say G. he's not as handsome as Jimmy G. So that's I, I don't know. He's pretty handsome. He's an LA guy, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, I think they have some good. Uh, like uh, Matt was saying that he's, they still got some good talent around them. Uh, DeAndre Swift should be a proven running back this year. He did it last year. Hopefully, he can do it again this year. And um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think they can win like six or seven games this year. Um, and then, all right, here's the surprise. I'm putting the Packers at number two. I'm not uh, going to fall uh, for it. Just because um, I think it, it will hurt Aaron Rodgers there not having the receiver talent he didn't have last year. Alan Lazard's a good receiver. I'm not doubting that. I think he's going to have a big year, but it's just, it's just not enough. But I think their defense, like Matt was saying, is like, you guys are pretty good. And your team de- – your offense is going to have to rely on your defense most of this year. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers can't do it, but um, I think that it's going to hurt them because yeah. they, didn't, they didn't do what they needed to do for Aaron Rodgers, get the talent around him. You can't just go off him all the time to lead your team all the time. So, And then I'm going to go with surprise pick, Minnesota. I think now that uh, you know Zimmer's gone, I'm not saying Zimmer's a bad coach, but he's a defensive-minded coach. You bring in an offensive-minded guy. You, you have the talent, like Matt said, around this offense. And it could be a booming, like, it could be booming. All right, so. And do you have faith in Kirk Cousins? Well, I mean, you're a huge fan of Kirk Cousins. I'm so. a Kirk Cousins guy. Hell yeah. He's a good quarterback. 
What are you talking about? He did great last year. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. He's a great uh, quarterback. He's a roller coaster. Yeah, right. well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, so is Mac Jones. Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Taking uh, shots at my guy already. So, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Jets fan. I got to take shots in New England. Of any course. chance he gets, man. I love it. So, for me, um, this is gonna be a little surprise. I have the Lions and the Bears finishing the same record. Like mm. honestly, well, but like, somebody somebody has to be in front of the other though. I'll give Bears. <laughs> I'll give the Bears a tiebreaker edge over Detroit, but I think they're both going to win like six games. Um, I know the Bears are going through a transition right now, but you know I pay attention to my division. I pay attention to my division. Um, I still think there's uh, their defense is more talented than people think. They have a good running back in Montgomery, and they have a de- pretty solid O line. If Justin Fields makes the jump that I expect him to, like not a crazy jump, but like you know improves, you know, like that year-to-year improvement, they'll still win like six games, six or seven games, and um, they'll compete. Um, Detroit is going to be uh, improved as well. I mean, I have them fourth, obviously, the tiebreaker. Um, I think that the culture they're building is great. I mean, you guys mentioned Devon, um, uh, DeAndre Swift, but I want to give a shout-out to my boy Jamal Williams, former Packer that's over there. He's a good, good complimentary back. He's been a good uh, mentor and leader for them over there. He's a good, solid player. Um, they got they have a sneaky good receiving slash tight end core. Their weapons are sneaky good. You know, um, nobody talks about them, but Hawkinson is yeah, TJ Hawkinson is is a great young tight end. Amra St. Brown looks like well, he's gonna build off a really really great year. Um, they have some and they have a, well, a couple. They drafted Jamison Williams. Jam- yeah, I was gonna say they drafted Jamison Williams. And they have some they have some quality weapons. And they're slowly starting to rebuild that team. I think Dan Campbell's doing a great job getting them to compete. They're gonna they're gonna be a team that is gonna upset one or two good teams this year. You just see wait. I think they're gonna be feisty. Like I said, they'll probably win like six games. Then you know they won what like three last year. So they'll mm-hmm. they'll improve. Um, I got Minnesota too. Ryan, I don't fault you for um giving giving them the number one spot. I think they needed a change. I think an offensive minded coach is gonna help elevate Kurt even more. Yep. Uh, they have a premier guy in Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen is still good, although I think he's going to start to tail off a bit. He's getting a little older, but he's yep. still good. I mean, they have, at, at worst, a top four <laughs> running back in the NFL. You know, I think Dalvin Cook, he's top five at least. He's that good. You know, you know, he's amazing. And, you know, they they're, have a decent offensive line. They're improving it. And the defense, I mean, um, Daniel Hunter and, and Zadari Smith, as long as they're healthy, it's a formidable pass rush. I mean, Matt, you mentioned it. You still got Eric Ken- uh, Kendricks. You got Harrison Smith over there. Pat Pizza, savvy vet. Um, they drafted a couple young guys. I think Daxton Hill at safety. If he can, um, you know, show flashes, he'll make an impact right away. Um, and they, you know, they they're talented. Um, so I mean, I've seen a lot of media outlets having them finish first. I mean, I know Callan Coward and some other guys have. Claimed, I don't think they're going to win twelve or thirteen games like some of these guys say, but you know it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if they did. But I'm going to go Green Bay number one. Um, my only fear is that this is going to be reminiscent to like Matt. Remember Tom Brady's last year in New England, where it was just kind of a shit show in terms of you know receivers just not being able. Yeah, but when not Julian when, when Julian Edelman went down that year, it just it looked hard to play offense yeah. but 
But I think Green Bay's defense is talented enough that if they can, as long as the offense doesn't give away the game, and Aaron Rodgers is one guy who doesn't turn the ball over, that they will be able to close out games. This is going to be like the first year, I feel like, since I watch Aaron Rodgers, where I think the defense is going to close games instead of the offense closing games. And I think the defense is super talented that it'll get us to double-digit wins, maybe like 11. We're not going to win 13 games. I think the Vikings win like 10 games. We win 11. Both, I think, will probably be a playoff team. Um, I mean, everyone talks about our lack of receiving weapons, which is, you know, I, I get it. But I think we have a really, really good one-two punch in the backfield that we're going to lean on heavily. I think I think you guys have the either probably second best behind the Browns. Running, yeah, running I, back I, I do. I think we have a one-two punch that we're going to lean on heavily this year. I feel like we're going to be more of a play-action kind of team more than we've ever been in the Aaron Rodgers era. We're going to rely on the run game. Um, and my second concern is my caveat of us winning division is as long as our two – best tackles come back healthy or two best linemen come back healthy. Elgin Jenkins looks like, from what I've read, it looks like he's going to play before Bakhtiari. I think Bakhtiari is done. And that's a scary thought because um, being a Packers fan, I'm always following up what we're doing. Our line has been up and down in camp, you know, with Bakhtiari and uh, Jenkins not playing. It's been pretty shaky. And they played most of the first preseason game, which is kind of telling me that they needed that continuity so they can, you know, be out there, which is worrisome. You know, if those guys aren't ready, man, I don't know. You know, so that's my only fear. But I think that uh, we have a, a, a trio of corners that are as good as anybody in the league. Adrian Amos is still a top-flight safety. I think Darnell Savage is talented. He's been up and down. But I think if he can stay in the right, he's capable of being a really good safety. Um, Rashawn Gary – Looks like he's going to be a beast this year. Preston Smith is good. Um, Quay Walker has been waking waves at camp. We got two. We I've been talking about us not having linebackers for years, not just a defensive line, and we got two studs. It looks like and a D line, which I've been saying for years, and it finally looks like we got it. So I think we're going to rely on the defense, and it's going to lead us to victories. So I'll take us winning the division. Yes. Win championships. Yeah, I'm hoping that's the model. That it does. So we are going to move on from the NFC North to the NFC West. Um, G. Johnson, you did the North last. We'll start with you with the NFC West. Okay, so I'm going to go with the obvious pick at fourth is the Seahawks. I think they're. I thought it was going to be the Cardinals. Oh, I thought it was. They're in a full uh, rebuild, I think, even though they don't want to admit it. Um, you know, Drew Locke, Geno Smith, neither of them are really going to put fear. Their offensive line is still shaky. I mean, it, they were not good with Russell Wilson last year, so I damn sure don't believe they're going to be good with either of those two guys. So I'm not going to talk much about that. So they're going to be fourth. Now, this is tricky to me. I'm going to go with the Cardinals third. And, and I've been flip-flopping with this because I don't know what I'm going to see with Trey Lance. And maybe I'm just impressed with what he did against our second and third stringers in the first preseason game because he diced us <laughs> up. But – I've been, he's been up and down in camp, but I think he has the tools to be good. I mean, we've seen guys who sat. I'm not saying he's going to be like Mahomes where he sat for a year and then he looked amazing. But, and this is me dogging on Jimmy G again. He just has to be as good as Jimmy G. <laughs> like, I know it sounds bad, 
You know what I mean? Jimmy G's a fine quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But if as long as he can play up to Jimmy G level, at least, you know what? They have a really good roster. You know, and the thing the thing with Trey Lance though too is he's, he's a mobile. dual threat. Yeah, yes. he's very mobile. He's big and mobile. Like he's yes. fast. So, and I think it's like going to if- open up the run game for them too more so than it did in the past. You know, I think those running backs are like Elijah Mitchell. I feel like keeping on him. I think he's in line if he's healthy for a big year. Um, Brandon Ayuk looks like he's going to make a jump. I'm hearing good things about camp. They still got Debo. They still got George Kittle. They got a good offensive line. They have a talented defense. So I have them second, and the Cardinals third. For my reason is, I just think there's been too much noise coming in camp. I mean, D Hop's missing what six, the first six games or something like that. Yeah. Um. I. I, I mean, I don't. I, I feel like they weren't as good as we thought last year. You know, everyone when they thought they were, you know, when they were undefeated, and then when we knocked them off, when like we had like everybody out, we kind of saw that they were like a fraudulent undefeated team. You know what I mean? Like that win we had against against them looked less and less impressive as the season yeah. went on. So yeah, without know, any of your starters, yeah, it, it, receivers. It, yeah, it looked great. And linemen too. We had like three linemen out, three receivers, and we had eleven starters out. But it looked great, and then it looked less and less impressive because they started losing. Like they lost to the Lions, they got destroyed. They they just tailed off at the end, and they weren't that good. I I just don't think they'll. I think they'll be like a decent team, seven eight wins. And I think the noise in the offseason is going to be kind of filter into the regular season and um they'll be third and the Lions se- and not Lions the Niners second because I think Trey Lance will be at least as good as Jimmy G or not much worse that they'll still win like you know nine to ten games and then the Rams won for obvious reasons they're defending Super Bowl champs they still have a talented roster you know I know they lost Von Miller they added Bobby Wagner but the only worry for them is Matt Stafford's arm so as long as that's not an issue I think they'll win that division pretty comfortably. So that's my list. Ryan, your predictions? Um, I agree. Seattle's number four, um, just because they're in rebuild mode. Um, questions of Mar- questions about the quarterback situation. You know, is Drew Lock can Drew Lock prove that he can be a starter in the NFL? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Um, not really much to talk about there. Third, I just don't agree with – I think the Cardinals are there. They're going to be second place, but I think um, the Niners are going to be third. Um, You're not we'll big Trey I mean, Lance guy? What's up? Uh, no, You're no, not- I'm fine with Trey Lance. I mean, he's see, I got to see him, like, play, play. Um, yeah, I hear you. So, uh, there's such a small portion of him playing, so uh, yeah, we'll see fair. what happens through, through the first six weeks and then just go from there. I mean, I think they still have a great roster. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Just um, can Trey Lance do it? He's big. He's strong. He's got the arm. He can run. Let's see if he can do it. Uh, second will be the Cardinals. I know that DeAndre Hopkins is out for taking, what, PEDs, right? Yeah. I don't know why people do that. Like, seriously? <laughs> well, a lot, of it, a lot of people taking PEDs, like, they don't know that it's PEDs. That's until true. they get drug tested. So, yeah, true. Can't, can't 100% fault the guy for it. Yeah. Um, but I think that um, the Cardinals signing uh, Kyle Murray to a, a big contract helps his confidence. Um, hopefully – Again, they can like start on a good start and just end on and end it on the good start and uh, just keep going through that. I think they will. I think they'll win ten games, make the playoffs, and maybe make uh and win a, a playoff game. And then, I, again, the Rams have like one of the best rosters in the NFL. 
Uh, I don't think there's anything slowing them down except for possibly injuries. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, But yeah, that's really about it. Uh, And I think Matthew Stafford is, he's got, now he's got the confidence that he can win a Super Bowl and uh, he might do it again. Very well could. Yeah, most definitely. So, so yeah, number four, I agree with both of you, the Seattle Seahawks. uh, Russ is gone. They're rebuilding. Uh, Geno Smith and Drew Locke are the quarterbacks with no O-line help and a defense that that looks even worse than the offense. I don't know how, but I know, I, I'm looking at the names, and the only two names, Small Adams and Quandre Diggs, are like the only names I've even heard of. So, so yeah, that says it all. Seahawks at four. At number three, I agree with Gijon at the Cardinals there. Uh, I just can't trust the Cardinals being – consistent from the beginning of the year to the end of the year because you saw in the last two years like they got off to a scorching hot start and then and like about halfway through the season towards the end like they just started to tail off a little bit and I don't see that changing anytime soon Uh, I know they have a they have a good defense I mean Kyler Murray like can you stay consistent the whole year especially without DeAndre Hopkins the first six games so we'll see I like their weapons uh then Marquise Brown still have AJ Green. They're gonna have Zach Ertz the whole year. So, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Like they gotta show me that they can stay consistent throughout the entire year. At number two, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I think they'll take a step back. Uh, I think Trey Lance, like his ceiling, is much higher than Jimmy Garoppolo's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like better arm, more mobile, but can he stay consistent? Like. What he need, what Trey Lance needs to do is what Jimmy did extremely well in a Kashan offense, just be a game manager. Yeah. But obviously, like if Trey can make those throws, on top of the fact that he he has that mobility, like they're gonna be great. But but Trey Lance is gonna have a lot of learning curves. Uh, he's gonna have his ups and downs. Like he'll he'll struggle, but but the but the big key with him is is he gonna be able to overcome those struggles because he has a stacked offense around him. You point out the players, G. They have their O-line intact. Uh, they're going to get their right tackle McGlinchey back. And then yep. the defense, like, a great front seven, a, a good enough secondary, and, in my opinion, probably the best offensive play caller in the league. Like, yeah. like he makes a lot, a lot of quarterbacks look good. And at number one, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. It's the Rams. I mean, the only thing holding them back, and G, you said that, is whether St- Matthew Stafford's tendonitis on his elbow is gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna affect him. Yeah, I mean, they did lose a couple of guys on their O line, but, but I think they did replace those guys. Uh, Joe Notebloom, who's replacing Andrew Whitworth, like he showed he can play, especially no. against the Buccaneers. Uh, they signed Allen Robinson. Cam Akers is gonna play the entire year, and then the defense, like I know they lost Von Miller. But they did gain Bobby Wagner, who's still one of the best linebacker, middle linebackers in the league. I uh, still have Aaron Donald in the mm-hmm. at the D tackle position, and arguably one of the best corners to, as well in Jalen Ramsey. So, so yeah, I think the Rams are going to win the division pretty comfortably. So I have the Rams, 49ers, Cardinals, and Seahawks. All right, all, all right. right. So moving on from our predictions to to the top quarterbacks in the league. So the athletic has posted their top quarterback tiers a couple weeks back. We just haven't gotten to it yet, but now that we have the time to do it, we're going to jump into it. So 
So in the first year, first tier, which is one through six, the the athletic the athletic has Aaron Rodgers one, Mahomes, Brady, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Joe Burrow. No, and then and then tier two, which is seven through fourteen, they have Matthew Stafford, Russ, Deshaun, Lamar Jackson, Dak, Derek Carr, Kyler, and Matt Ryan. And then tier three, which is fifteen and. And I only named four from there just because the rest of the quarterbacks don't really matter. It's Kirk, it's Kirk Cousins, which is 15 through 18 for now. Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, and Mac Jones. So, so I want to hear what your thoughts are on it. Um, there's some question marks with me, especially in Tier 2. But, gee, John, we'll start with you. Like, What are your thoughts on it? All right, so to give people some preface, the Athletic does this every year. They poll the so – I think somebody – I forget who the guy is. Mike Sando uh, talks to at least 50 NFL coaches, executives, evaluators, coordinators, and whatnot, and they vote on the best quarterbacks, and they rank them by tiers. So tier one is a quarterback that can carry his team each, each week. Like They win because of him. And tier two, like just to clarify for people – is somebody like that can carry his team sometimes, but not as consistently. You know, like they can't do it every week, but they can do it like some weeks to most weeks. And then tier, like they have a hole or two in their game. And then tier three is a guy like, what they say here? Tier three is a quarterback is a legitimate starter. It's a heavy running game and or a defensive component to win. So you know that's that's kind of how it goes. So they did they did rank. Um, you know, obviously they rank Rodgers. It says Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady. Josh Allen, Herbert, and Burrow. But even though they ranked them one through six, they'd still believe those guys can carry their team each week, which I do agree with. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I read this article a while ago, and now I definitely don't – I don't agree with the order. It's a good, it's a good list. I love, There's a lot I agree with, with, but I would flip Brady two. I would put Mahomes three, and I would – as much as I love Justin Herbert right now, I wouldn't have him um, ahead of Joe Burrow, who just took his team to the Super Bowl, even though I think next year we might have a different conversation. Just out of respect, I'd probably flip them uh, five and six. And, and I love his talent, but I wouldn't be mad if people were like, dude, like he hasn't been to the playoffs yet. Like we can't make him tier one. So I'm not even going to like fight people if they say that. I just think his arm talent is and his ability i think like in like the next couple of years we might be saying he's the best quarterback in football i think he's that talented but right now you know i don't think he should be above burrow um the comments are interesting i mean tell me if you guys agree with this um one guy said about mahomes that even though he's box office um they they lose games because he doesn't have um, – He they said – somebody said that um, he doesn't have natural pocket presence, that he plays street ball too much. Yeah, that like, was what, what an NFL scout said. Yeah, right? said that, yeah. And or not like, an NFL scout, yeah, offense, he, or some coordinator. It was – yeah. It was an anonymous coordinator. Yeah, it was an anonymous coordinator. I, I oh, they re- think it's Jack Del Rio. That's who they – or no. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Or I it, it was a defense – it was a defensive coordinator, yeah. It was just uh, – it said the um, – he doesn't read defense as well. I don't know about all that, but I do kind of agree with the quote that I think sometimes he runs around too much and doesn't like naturally play the quarterback position like he should. He doesn't take the short throws. You know what I mean? He's, he's yeah. I think the checkdown is too boring to him. 
So yeah, like, he wants to make the big play. That's the thing. Yeah, with him. He, yeah. Like people, like he's got a lot of far in him. Honestly, like he just wants to make big plays all the time. He wants to go for the deep shot all the time instead of taking like the you know you gotta take the little check down the drag routes. You know what I mean? So that was interesting. Um, people ripped that. I low key agree with that. I don't know what you guys think, but I kind of think like. It's a little bit true. I think he plays – he's a little bit too much street ball. You know what I mean? It needs to be more natural as a passer. I mean, Ryan, you're a quarterback. What do you think about that, honestly? Um, I mean – Like, he's amazing. I, no, he, no, he's a great quarterback. I think he's proven himself. Um, you know, again, you know, this is going to be another big year for him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, like, say, like, street ball is a bad thing. He probably, like, improvises it a lot of the time. Which is not a bad thing, but it can also get you in trouble sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's, you saw in the Bengals game too, like, yeah. like, he, like in the first half, he got. I don't, I want to say lucky because some of the, the escapes he had, like they were insane. Like, like the pass yeah. was like right yeah. at his feet, and he just somehow magically got away from it. Second half, when they were able to take him down, like that's that's what like changed the game because they were getting to him and and like hitting him and. Yeah, it definitely changed the game. And my thing with Mahomes this coming year, though, like, like he's not going to have that deep threat in Tyree Kill, who, who like we pointed out so many times before, like can take a drag round and bring it to the house. Yeah. Like he's going to have to prove, like, he can bring – I mean, I wouldn't say say bad receivers, but guys who are, like, more on the average side, like a Juju Smith-Schuster, yeah. Marquise Valdez-Scantling, and – and drafting Sky more like, can, are you still going to be able to elevate those kind of guys? Because he was very fortunate to have a guy like Tyree kill his first four years. Now yeah. he's going to have to prove that. He's got to rely a lot on Kelsey, I feel like, too. So, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously he still has Kelsey, but even Kelsey, like, he's getting up there in age now. Yeah, I mean, sure. he'll still be effective, but we'll see how much, how much athleticism he has. I mean, I think he's going to be like 33 or 34 this year, something like that. So, so yeah. he's getting up there in age. So the athleticism is going to drop at some point. Agreed. And, and one more thing I wanted to point out, too. I read this article, like I said, a lot. And most every quarterback, basically, there was always, like, somebody nitpicking. Um, as much as I love Rodgers, and I do think he is number one, I didn't like how there was not one negative comment about him. And if there's one thing that I would say about Rodgers, I think he was too Devontae-centric last year. And like he didn't, ha- and he needs to learn to trust his other guys. So like you know, all they, his his blurb was just them raving about how awesome he is, while like the other tier one guys, they said how great they were, but they would point out, but they this person can't doesn't do this or this well. Rogers, I thought, focused too much on Devontae. If you look at the target shares, even in the playoffs, it doesn't seem like he trusted anybody but Devontae. And I think that he, I hope this year he's going to have to learn to spread the ball around, especially. So I would have said that about him, but yeah. I mean the top, the top six, the tier one, I do agree with it. Um, may I would, I, I, if I had to add somebody in there, I mean, I would put Russell Wilson as a tier one quarterback too. Um, I would, but I'm going to let you guys talk too. I, I, I mean, I know Matt, you said something about the tier three quarterbacks, uh, you go ahead and take it away, man. I had there's a lot I could go on this list, but we don't have that. Yeah, much time. no, I said tier two quarterbacks. I oh, have a little two. bit of question on. Uh, I think with Dak Prescott, he cannot consistently lead a team. He cannot. He needs everything around him needs to be perfect in order for him to perform well. Like the running game has to be on point. The O line has to be all healthy. 
the receivers have to make all the tough catches. So, like, for Dak, like, everything has to be perfect. That's why I would put him in a tier three category. And then, uh, trying to think about it. Like, I, I actually agree with you, G. Like, I would probably put Russ in tier one because you've, I mean, obviously, last year is an outlier because he was hurt and, and the team was just bad, bro. Yeah, I know. The team was they just bad. so bad. Like, yeah. Like, he seems, he, no, he, nobody was really going to succeed with that team. Like, it's unfair to pin it on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and he's shown that, that he can carry a team to playoffs if they're sure. if they're at least average. If they're competent, yeah. You know yeah, what if I mean? they're competent, yeah. So yeah, I'll put Russ there and if Deshaun, like and he's proven too, he can carry a team to yeah. playoffs. But he hasn't played in so long. Which is hard to it, evaluate. Yeah, him, it's yeah. hard to evaluate him here. So so I'd stick him in year in tier two, but but maybe two years from now when he plays a full season, might might have a different discussion about that. And um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't know why Jimmy G's at 16. I mean, he's not even starting for his own team. And I wouldn't put him over guys like – wait, I, I didn't even go over <laughs> guys of, guys behind him. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't put <laughs> well, him over Ryan Tannehill. I wouldn't put him over Jalen Hurts. I hear you. I hear you. It's not like it, it's not. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's it's not the worst, but I kind I kind of hear you. I I think I, I think him and Ryan Tannehill are similar, and I I agree with you. I would put, Ryan, I would probably have flipped them. I would put Ryan Tannehill ahead of him, and drop them down. But like you know, I'm not gonna nitpick. But I, he's he's definitely a tier three guy. I also um, Matt, there was an interesting quote about Dak, and it actually says exactly what you said. Um, one of the coordinators I think said uh. He's a solid player. He's not going to change and all of a sudden become more special. He's a really solid player, but he's had a premium setup, premium offensive line, premium skill position players, and he's been – and we know what he's done. He's been really solid, and they won football games. He's a good leader, and he's a solid player. But it goes to tell me, like, what's he going to do when he doesn't have a premium setup? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, he's good. He is good. And I kind of do agree with you. I'd probably put him I, – I, I was thinking about putting him tier three because I don't think he's – I think he's a guy that needs a good running game. Yeah. And you see evident with his record. Like, they always show the record, like, when Zeke runs for such and such yards, they're amazing. And when he doesn't, they stink. You know, I think he needs a good setup. He's a good quarterback. He's fine. But I think he needs a little bit more than people think. So, yeah. And um, and who else was I thinking? Um, yeah, and I think the guy that that so- might be – I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say he's as good as Dak, but he's gonna have like a similar playing style. Is uh, Jalen Hurts? I think he's gonna because he has a setup now. Like yeah. he has a great O line. Like they picked up AJ Brown to go alongside Devonta Smith. Yeah. Like they have Dallas Goddard, and they have a very good defense. Like they picked up the pass rusher from uh, the Panthers, uh, Hassan, Hassan Reddick. Yeah. So, so like that team, it, that team's set up for Jalen Hurts and, for sure. And that's why a lot of people are picking the Eagles to win the division. Because, including me. I would, too. Yeah, no, I read your list uh, in yep. the last podcast. Like, like they have they have all the talent around him. It's just going to come down to if Jalen Hurts can uh, make the team comfortable. Because he's shown he has great leadership like Dak. Yep. I mean, he might be a little more mobile than Dak, but I don't think he has the same kind of arm strength as Dak. But, but they go hand-in-hand, hand, kind of. Like, they need the perfect team around them to – to like be successful kind of yeah so let me ask you guys real quick before we end this topic would you change the list in the tier one at all 
Like yes. the, or, the order one through six. Yeah, yeah Ryan. Let's hear. Uh, yeah, because I know, I know, I know. I want to. I'm throwing. Oh, I'm, I'm, it, I'm throwing it, it up for Ryan. <laughs> He's gonna put Kirk Cousins at like two. No, <laughs> no I, I let him. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, okay. Going off with like the top five. Uh, I agree with Rodgers being uh, one. Um, I think he's a really all-around sound quarterback. Yeah, you could say he, he was too Devontae-centric, you know, last year. But overall, he's a, he's a really, really good quarterback. He doesn't just, turn the ball that much. I just thought it was much. unfair that those guys didn't give him any criticism in their list. And they I mean, gave all of the quarterbacks. So I, I had to he always, something. He always gets quarterback. He always gets criticism. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But just that article, I wanted to throw something yeah. out there. Um, I agree. Mahomes at two and, and Brady at, at three. Uh, they could they could intertwine easily. It's not like uh, one's better than the other. They're both uh, good at what they do. I mean, they both have different arm talents. They both have different mindsets. Um, you know, of course, Mahomes got into an offense where it's been booming ever since he got there. So uh, if you put him in an offense with a different of a quarter or different skill people, can that change? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I don't. Th- I think he has all the talent in the world to do it. And Josh Allen, I agree, uh, being number four. Now, I don't agree with Herbert being five. I don't agree with Herbert being in the tier one quarterback. Um, he, he hasn't really proven it. I know that his team around him hasn't been the best. Uh, offensive-wise, yes. Defensive-wise, no. Um, but, again, he has been to the playoffs. Um, yes, he has – loads of talent, loads of arm strength, loads of arm talent. Uh, but he hasn't, again, he hasn't proven to me that he can be a playoff quarterback yet. Um, I'm very surprised, but they should have put Stafford in the tier one. I don't know. I, I was going to say that too. Honestly, I think, I mean, uh, here's the thing, right? I, I wanted to, but when I looked at what they put as tier one, like their definition, yeah, it was it was somebody that can let me let me read it to you guys again. Yeah, a tier one quarterback can carry team each week. The team wins because of him. He expertly handles pure pass situations. Why he has no real holes in the game. Just Herbert at number five. Then I, that's why I said I, I don't. Yeah, I no, don't fault you. Yeah, that's why we don't fault you. For yeah, it. I don't fault. I you. actually agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, I don't fault yeah. you a hundred percent because and this is a make or break year for him too. He has. This is a yep. string. I know they're in t- the toughest division I've seen in a while, but this is an extremely talented roster. Extremely yes. talented. So yeah. if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, we're going to have some questions about him, you know, whether or not, like, you know, always talented, but, you know, you know, such and such. Yeah. And, and, um, and I look at when I looked at a tier two definition for Stafford, it says, you know, a quarterback can carry his team sometimes, but not as consistently. You know, he can handle pure pass situation in doses. Yep. But, he, but, you know, he has a hole or two in his game. Yep. I, I oh, think yeah. that I just... fits. Yeah, I think that fits Stafford because sometimes he has a penchant for making stupid passes. You know, like I, you know, he trusts his arm sometimes to a fault where he will throw 50, 50 Like it kind of was. It's yeah, you saw that in the 49ers game in the NFC Championship. You did. Luckily, the guy dropped that interception yes. when he just th- decided to yeah. hail Mary at the midfield. Yes. And if that guy had caught it, game was over. Yep. So, like, I, 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 I'm on the fence about him being a tier one quarterback. I think maybe I'd put him in. But I also think that he's kind of, like, taking some habits from Detroit because he's had to because Detroit's been such a shithole for him that mm-hmm. he's had to, like, he has that mindset of, like, I got to do everything. I got to do everything. And he makes his throws that he has to kind of, like, eliminate that. You know, he's on a talented team. 
And listen, he had a great year last year, but don't forget, he did lead the league in interceptions. Still. That's you know? true. So he has, if he can just eliminate, like, that yep. his, from his mind to force passes, like, you have a great team around you. You don't need to do that anymore. You're not in Detroit. You don't have to try to be a hero. Just yep. be you, but be smart. Yep. And if yeah. he does that, he is a tier one quarterback because his arm talent is second to none. He is a special throw of the football. Oh, he has all the tools, you know. And I, you guys, you guys heard me talk for years. He was just—I I thought he was a good, really good quarterback, just in a bad situation in Detroit. And it was proven last year when he went to a good team and won. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I probably would. Yeah. Um, and for tier good. one, for me, like I would—I actually agree with you, Ryan. Uh, well, I would probably flip. Brady and Mahomes, like I put Rogers one, Brady two, Mahomes three, yeah. Allen four. I think those are top four lock. Yeah, sure. lock those four, whatever yeah. order you want to put them in, those are the top four. To yeah, me. easily, yeah. easily. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Ryan. Herbert is not a tier one quarterback. He needs to prove it to me this year because I now that it. he has the roster, like he has a good old line now. I mean, the right tackle may be a little bit of a question mark, but it's if you're great quarterback a tier one quarterback you should be able to overcome that yeah you have yeah. good weapons around you and and now they're talking about oh, the defense is good well they just got one of the best pass rushers in the past yeah. they 10 got talent years. the defense man. and then they uh and then they signed jc jackson as well who's yeah. one of the best corn a top yep. five cornerback in the league there should so. be no excuse sure no excuse no, no excuses. i agree with both of you you're nope. right yep and, uh, and joe burrow the tier one quarterback. I mean, yeah. he basically took the Bengals to the Super Bowl without an O line. Yes. Yeah. And Agreed. and the defense that's very opportunistic. I don't think they're great, but they're they're good. They're yeah. good. But, they, have, uh, they, they, have a, they have a good ceiling ahead of them. Yeah. So yeah, they have a high ceiling. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I agree with you. But what were you going to say, right? You're going to say something else. I think. Yeah. And just you know, go through my opinions. But if we're still on tier one, keep going. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. Um, I think like no, I I agree with the tier two list. I mean, yeah, Dak Dak should be tier two. He's I think he's on borderline tier two, tier three. Yeah. Um, just because again, he for the past three years he's had pretty much one of the best rosters, and he hasn't got it done. Yes, correct. You know that that's a question. That's a big question mark. He's got again. He's got loads of talent for himself. He's got loads of talent around him. Why isn't the job getting done? Yeah, uh, Ryan, I have a question for you. What do you think of Kirk Cousins being in tier three at 15? Um, <laughs> um, no, I think I think tier three is fine for him. Right, uh, I, put, I put him tier two. No, nah, I, I would put him tier I think three. he's borderline between tier, tier three and tier two just because like G. John's right. definition of, of yeah. what the list is supposed to be is yes. a, a quarterback that can prove to win. He really hasn't really gotten done. Um, he hasn't really gotten to the playoffs. So, therefore, you can't really put him in the tier two. Yeah. actually, But, the, again, def- yeah. but again, this list is so messed up. You're, you're putting Dak Prescott at 11, which, you know, he shouldn't really be there. Um, I don't know why Derek Carr isn't higher. I agree. Uh, I was going to ask you, Ryan, about that. I'm a big fan of Derek Carr. I he, think over the past be- couple years, even though he's like he's gone through the coaching changes, uh, he's gone he's gone through hell, and he still brings these uh, teams to like close to the playoffs or the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um. So I I, I just don't know. Yeah. Now uh, he has an offensive minded coach, and he yep. brought in arguably the best wide receiver in the league. So. Yep. 
So there, and again, there should be no excuse to make the playoffs for with, with that team. That's a fact. Well, you know, that's, if, that's there a ever, if there was ever a team for all four teams in the division to make the playoffs, it would be this year, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you guys. Anything else on on tears? You guys good? Yeah, I think I said everything I need to say, and yeah. pretty sure G John had a lot to say too. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, then we'll wrap this up. Uh, guys, it's been a pleasure talking sports tonight. Everyone who listens, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you know, we have an Instagram page at 3 Guy Game. Uh, on podcast-wise, we are on Google, Spotify, uh, Anchor, uh, Apple. You know it. We're on it. Um, and then uh, thank you for uh, listening. Hope you guys have a good night. And, um, yeah. Take care, everybody. Take care, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night.